Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello, thank you so much for joining to my podcast today. Today we have an incredible comedian, Canadian comedian joining us. Her name is Dana Jackson. She's a comedian from Toronto, Canada. She is also a TEDx speaker, hosts her own podcast called the Ego Podcast and is a Hatha Yoga instructor. She has been featured on CBC Comedy. She speaks at universities and companies, has performed all across America and Canada at comedy festivals and has given a TEDx talk focusing on mental health and mindfulness. Dana, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Naveen. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a real treat. Dana, everything that you talk about is about you done the walk but on your own. So this is coming from your practice, your life. I can't wait to hear about what you want to share with my audience. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to speak to your audience. This is, uh, this is fun, and it's a fun way to connect with people. I would say that if I could share anything with them, I would share that something like the practice of self-care, certainly during a pandemic and at any other time, is so important. And if you want the Coles notes, um, I would say spending some time practicing yoga or a physical practice, any physical practice that you like is key. And then carve out some time for that mind stuff. So that means like a meditation practice or of course mindfulness. That's something that I swear by, something that I practice daily and is a huge part of my life. And I know that a lot of people are becoming more and more interested in mindfulness today. And I would say that's amazing. I think that just noticing that you want to make a personal change, that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm not really liking how I'm feeling on the day to day. I'm not really liking um, how my experience is going for the most part. Um, what can I do to make those kind of internal changes? And once you do that, you'll be surprised at how much of an effect that can have, how much of a positive effect it can have on yourself, your own well-being, and the way you interact with other people. Um, so yeah, mindfulness would be a great place to start. And if you were like, hey, how do I get mindfulness in five minutes? I would say download an app, try something like Headspace or Calm, um, Insight Timer. All of those apps are wonderful. I don't work for them. I'm not sponsored by them, um, but they're just a great place to start. If you're like, I want to know how to do this whole mindfulness type thing for five minutes in my morning. And that's a great place to start. Some of them are guided. Some of them are just a timer. And I would say, give that a go. Allow just five to 10 minutes a day and go from there. So that would be my, my big piece of advice for starting off in that self-care. Dana, speaking about self-care and Hatha Yoga, Hatha Yoga is 
having the sun and the moon uh, balanced. But right now with what's going on around the world, it's so hard to do the self-care because we are on that fight or flight mode. What's some of the advice that you could can give us to get to the moon, to sleeping, the rest and digest part? Yeah, so I would say you're right. We're definitely in the, the fight or flight mode with, with a global pandemic upon us. There's a lot of change that's going on, a lot of inner and external turmoil um, that can be a lot. Um, but I will say that personally, I've gone through some challenges in my own life and prior to making yoga and meditation and mindfulness part of my daily practice, when trauma hit and difficult things happened, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have what I like to call an emotional tool belt. And when I talk about my tool belt, I'm talking about I'm pulling out my, my Hatha yoga practice, or I'm pulling out my meditation practice, or I'm pulling out my mindfulness practice. And by having those things to rely on that, that repetitive practice each day, um, I now feel equipped to deal with something like a pandemic. I, and I didn't in the past. So I will say that, yes, we have gotten to that state of extreme right now, but you can still make that time for yourself to say, okay, I'm in the middle of a pandemic. I'm, I'm locked inside. I'm, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of stress coming from the media and various channels, but I can shut all of that off and carve out five to 10 minutes for myself where I'm going to develop this morning practice and as a result, I'm going to feel like I can handle it. It's not going to be perfect. Things are still going to happen. Things are still going to be challenging. But I would say, yeah, make that time. You can start now. You can start at any time. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Dana, uh, talking about uh, having a tool, uh, tools in your tool belt, one of your tools is to make people laugh. Dalai Lama smiles all the time, laughed all the time. Laughter is... is it's the other thing of fear. Um, how do you go about bringing that to yourself, the laughter to be happy and joyful? I love that question. That's a great one. Thank you for asking that. Um, I think laughter is so important. And that it's, laughter is tragedy plus time, right? So there's tragedy. You experience the tragedy. Then you add some time you're able to introduce something like laughter. And it's such a beautiful thing because it offers catharsis. So for myself as a comedian, uh, especially when I'm working through difficult things that I may turn into a joke, I do feel like I'm experiencing that catharsis with my audience and they're going through it with me. Maybe they can relate. Maybe that's something that they can, they can, they went through something similar and so they can have that catharsis with me. So I would say, do things for yourself right now that can bring that little bit of laughter. So if that's connecting with a friend, you know, a quick Zoom chat or watching something silly, or of course watching the Dalai Lama because he's got some really funny videos on the media that you'd be surprised of. And he finds ways to bring that sort of, that outlook, right? Especially when he's, when he's addressing the public. And I love that about him. Um, so yeah, I would say find ways to introduce that laughter. Don't be, don't forget about it. Don't forget, put it off to the side and say, oh, this isn't important, you know, everything has to be serious. It doesn't. You can find ways to bring that joy. What's bringing you joy? Is it doing a silly dance in the morning to shake out some stuff? Is it, you know, like I said, calling somebody or, or, or watching or reading something funny? What is it that you're doing to bring that element of joy into your day? For me, I have to, <laughs> I dress up, I wear wigs and call my friends. I do all kinds of silly things because it's fun. 
And we don't have to lose that sense of connection even during a pandemic. We can keep that going. So community is huge. Dana, something that I do personally in my life to uh, bring the joy or to shake up some of my stuff is mm-hmm. that I have an alarm that goes on every hour and I just look outside, look to the light and just say, at peace. Is there anything that you do in your daily practice to reset, to shake, up, shake it up? Yeah, that's, such a, that's great that you do that, first of all. I think that's really, really cool. Um, it that's, you're, you're essentially being mindful in that moment when you do it because you're coming back to the present moment. You're not allowing yourself to get lost in your stories and lost in your thoughts. Um, and you're letting things that can bring you back like a bird in the window or, you know, snapping of a finger or whatever it is to, to bring you back and, and give you that moment of mindfulness. So I think that's great. One thing that I do is similar to you. I connect with my breath. So if I'm feeling stressed, or I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling angry, I'll try and stop and take a breath. And that comes from my morning yoga practice. I do do that each morning. And so it's easy to remember and recall on that later and say, okay, no, this isn't too, I'm not, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, okay, how do I come back? Come back into my body, come back to the present moment. I'm just gonna take a breath. Dana, we got uh, about a minute left. You talked about people are so busy, they don't have to, they don't have time to meditate or be mindful, but you mentioned the easy technique that all of us could do in our shower. Can you explain to us in this last minute, please? Yes, of course. So um, actually, yeah, okay. With the shower practice, what you're doing is you're taking a mindful shower. And so you're guiding yourself back to the practice of having a shower. So a shower, you'll turn it on, you turn on the, the nozzle, put on some shampoo in your hands, whatever, look up at the the shower head. What you're doing is you're just noticing how many times you're bringing yourself back to the practice of having a shower. Now that you can be surprised at how much your mind goes off and starts thinking about a laundry list of things. And, you know, you might say, I'm going to have a mindful shower and then 10 minutes go by and you're in your towel and you're like, where did those 10 minutes go? But the more you can actually intentionally guide your mind back to this practice of having a shower, that is being mindful. That's having a mindful shower. You can also simply take your finger, your pointer finger, place it on your knee, close your eyes for a minute, and count how many times you guide your mind back to the finger on the knee. Now, it may seem like really simple, but once again, you'll be surprised how many times the mind goes out again and goes off to a smell or a sound or you know, a thought. And so it's, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're just simply guiding it back once again. So yeah, any of those, thanks for bringing up the shower. That's a good one. <laughs> Amazing, Dana. Thank you so much, Dana. You, you talked about, you always preach that mindfulness is just like building a muscle. So you don't build six packs in the first day that you go to the gym. It takes time. So everyone being mindful is a practice. It's just like going to the gym. You got to keep it up constantly day after day and you will see some, you will see the most amazing, most strongest muscle in the body, which is the mind. Dana, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, Naveen. This has been really fun. And and thanks to all of your listeners. I'm I'm very grateful to them. And yeah, just say be be easy with yourself with all of this. Like you said, you're not going to learn it in a day, but just the fact that you keep doing it is huge. That's major. 
Before I share my takeaway today, I want to give a special shout out to Isuru Hetiachi, who is my brother. Also, he's the producer and who does all the behind the scenes hard work to make this podcast work. As you are enjoying this podcast, it would not be possible without Isuru's hard work and so much love. So, I want to say, Isuru, thank you so much for making this podcast come to light. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to fix it, to make it sound incredibly amazing. Appreciate you, love you, and I'm beyond grateful. Thank you, thank you. Now my takeaway from Dana. I love Dana's TEDx talk title. It says 90% of the yoga is done outside the mat. The way that I interpret that into my patients and my clients is that just you could go into two-hour basketball practice or yoga session or CrossFit and if you come home and if you're sitting on your couch the bad way or the wrong way and not more the rest of the day, you're going to get tired, you're going to have back pain, you're going to have headaches. So in order to eliminate that, do snack exercises. If you get a phone call, walk outside walk up and down stairs without taking the elevator it's about moving throughout the day it's not about yes that's great that you did that one great workout but in order to have continuous success and to get out of pain and to improve flexibility is move throughout the day do as much as you can one minute here two minutes there and that's my favorite snack i call it snack exercise give it a try and you feel you will feel so much better not only that you will recover so much better from the workout that you did because you're constantly moving and the body's not staying as stiff or soreness thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast if you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve. People who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at And through my social media.